Hey, girlies. Hi, girlies. Welcome back to the Real House Girlies pod. I have an extremely important question to ask you. Yes. Are you <laughs> Team Nikki or Team Megan the Stallion? Dude. Oh. I'm. I actually have no context, so I would love to know. Like, are we Team Nikki or Team Megan the Stallion? Like, I'm Team Nikki because I am Nikki, but yeah. that Megan song. Bitch, they mad at Megan. Bitch is mad at Megan's law. <laughs> is that the new one? The diss track? The hiss diss, yeah. The hiss diss. Why are they so mad? Why are they so mad? They're not They're not mad. They Like, the song saying, um, don't be mad at Megan, these bitches mad at Megan's law, or whatever it is, is no one knows if it's about Nikki. Yeah. Nikki's just jumped headfirst into a conclusion that it's about her. And it's because Nikki's, like, baby daddy and brother are on Megan's list of sex offenders. Oh, Jesus. Like, yeah. Megan the Stalin is keeping a list? No, like, it... Megan's law is a thing in the United States oh, that okay. requires sex offenders to be listed. <laughs> and so it's, like, one of her best lyrical jabs because, like, these bitches don't be mad at Megan. These bitches mad at Megan's law. Oh, okay. I'm with you now. Yeah. Like, don't be mad at me. You're just mad at this fact that you have to be on this public sex offenders. So Megan Thee Stallion's not like a nighttime vigilante. She's not like a, a Batman-esque type. <laughs> well, she is. She's, she's you know, wearing the flag of justice in this song. Anyway, so Nikki's gone and, like, you don't even know how many people are on the Megan's list. Really? I especially, like, if it's in America, it's a large list. Yeah, like yeah. R. Kelly... <laughs> appears oh. multiple times yeah. <laughs> oh shoot yeah okay so yeah it's everyone <laughs> there's a lot of P-, P. Diddy's probably on it now there's a lot of people um and Nikki's just assumed it's about her mm-hmm. also because like Megan and Cardi like vibe they're friends and Nikki's not in with Cardi either. and what where's Doja Cat in all of this Doja Cat's bald and living life stoned with a vape at an award show. Okay, she's alone. She's I don't think Doja Cat even, like, has a friend. Okay, not in the same She's just sphere. cool. Yeah, okay, cool. And doesn't give uh, Nikki and Megan sworn enemies? Well, now they are. Because yeah. Nikki's then released a quite threatening response. Oh, a response? Correct. Yes. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not strong. It's a little bit pathetic. Oh, it's not her best work. Yeah. Well, she, what did she turn out in 24 hours? Yeah, pretty much. And I think she was, like, lit when she recorded it. She's yeah. also done, like, a preamble that's just her speaking threats, and it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I heard there was some Twitter threats as well. It was, like, <coughs> Megan's song is actually a bit of a bop. <laughs> yeah. And she probably had more time to come up with it. She's just been, I think, she, honestly, I think it was just like a lyric in her overall. Oh, okay. It, it wasn't have been intended. Dis- well, I don't know. Oh, okay. We don't know. Well, this will go unresolved. But who do we like better? Like, I am a Nicki Minaj OG stan. I'm you, never letting that go. Do you know when it was 2015? <laughs> when it was 2015? I have a point to my story. When it was 2015 and Nicki Minaj did a collab with MAC. Oh, and they did the that, lips. The Pink Friday matte hot pink lipstick. I bought it and I rocked that lipstick. And so, like, maybe I am Team Nicki, but I don't really have any other strong opinions. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Uh... I'm quite well known for my opinions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you. That's been informative. I feel a little bit more 
aware of what's going on in the situation. It is good to talk about political issues <laughs> on a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> just to warm up the week. The church versus the state. And <laughs> yeah, we just don't know whose side to be on. We'll wait for more information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whose side are you on in the return of Vanderpump? Also, just to close this out, it's N-I-C-K-I. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I'm so embarrassing. I spelled Nikki wrong in our notes. <laughs> I'm, I'm showing my age. I'm one year oh, older than you. 2015. <laughs> well, to be it fair, was way earlier than that. I'm sure. And also, to Could be fair, like that really like wasn't my scene. Like that's always been your scene. Yes. I'm, like you know. Yes. The emo girl scene and Nicki Minaj had very little crossover, probably apart from the pink lipstick. So I'm just trying to catch up. Can you tell me before we move on, like what year did you enter emo girl? Like what were you like in primary school? What were you listening to? Um, The year was 2005. I was in year eight and that was an emo girl phase really like the rubber hit the road. Yeah. Okay. My space had just dropped. But in primary school, what music did you bop to on LimeWire? Like... Did you download oh, I was music? A, I was a So Fresh. I was... The, oh, you were just listening to it so much. The summer hits, yeah. So Fresh, whatever was on So Fresh, you bet your bottom dollar I was listening oh, okay. to. okay. And so, I loved like a rage and then like a slow transition into like a Channel V vibe. Rage. Yeah. <laughs> but then the emo hit hard and fast. Like there wasn't a lot of time. And you quickly grow into who you are. I was born exactly like this because in primary school, I listened to Eminem. Yeah. From year two. Yeah. And I used to rap Eminem in year two. You are who you are. Oh. It's like that, um, there's that trend going around where you post a photo of yourself as a kid and now, and it's the voice of Sydney Sweeney in Euphoria. And it's like, she always knew who she was, even from an early age. <laughs> like, yeah. Serious. Yeah. Serious. That's here. So as for Vanderpump. Yeah. Episode one, it dropped hot and fast this week. I've watched. You watched first. I watched. I was on it. I was on it. I, thankfully for a lunchtime screening. Mm. I was at working from home that day. It was very convenient. And 45 minutes, the perfect duration. Oh, yes. I grabbed my bowl of cereals. <laughs> <laughs> the tea was having hot. Um, so I feel like we're in for a good season. Mm. I hate when we like jump to ep one assessments but I also love it because I don't care if we're completely off the mark yeah I think the and whatever spoiler if you haven't watched it go and watch it jump for two minutes or something so I think the tea the beef between Lala Mm -hmm. and Ariana is going to get like very spicy yeah and I think that's going to be probably the main storyline of this series that's what I'm bored about which I'm like so what I actually think it's nice of Lala to have reached out to Rachel Raquel agree and I can totally see where Lala is coming from in that if you're the only person who's like on the outs from this entire group she's like suicidal of big personalities for being a mistress Lala's like holy shit that could have been me that could have been me and then also Lala's like pissed because Ariana's obviously like built this whole career and mega fortune on the back of being and a Lala scorned didn't. woman and Lala didn't. Lala is literally both Raquel and Ariana at different points in her Randall relationship. Yeah. So Yeah. But I am gonna be bored of it. I think <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see how up herself Ariana has become. Yeah. I actually, she was feeling a little bit starved. The producers really did her dirty with her like dancing 
at Tom Tom and all of those people like standing and just watching her and her just like being a celebrity. <laughs> being a celebrity sim. <laughs> like, yeah, owning her moment. Just, yes, yeah. my fans. Well, here's the thing, right? I actually think that the scan, there's been talk that the scandal of it all saved the show in air quotes. For sure. I actually don't think that's the case. I think the show <laughs> was what it was and I've loved it from season one. You've loved it from season one. We've had a lot of people jump on the bandwagon. But like without Jax. I know, without Jax and Brittany. You needed and a scandal. We needed a scandal. And Stassi, like bring back Stassi Schroeder. Yeah, and also Kristen. Like, no. Bring back, bring back some of the OGs and apparently Jax will make a little feature in this season i've heard yeah but i think my point is that it was already a great show it really did blow up and because of this scandal and i hope that we don't have to spend the next however many seasons it exists for like rehashing this same drama like we need to go back to what made it good in the first place yeah yeah which is them hooking up with each other which i think we will also see because tom schwartz and we've got the Sheena drums coming. The Sheena like, drama coming. I'm excited. Yeah. I love that Sheena will always create chaos for herself and is the least likable person. Even on TV. if she's like settled in her little relationship with her kid, she's still managing to cause drama with someone else's man. Yeah. Yeah. I live for it. And also the Ariana cheating thing was like really hard on her. <laughs> like she lost her best friend. Poor Sheena. Um, I'm really excited for Vanderpump Villa. Have you seen the promo for that? No. Okay. Where they go and they serve in the, oh, maybe I have. Well, yeah, it's in France and it's this whole new season, whole new cast. Yeah. Of, I'm sure Americans that are being flown over, I'm not sure if it's French people. No, I think it's, yeah, workers, LVP workers. LVP workers, like, getting imported to France, um, drinking the Perrier and running the villa. It's going to be fab. Anything LVP does, I'll buy. I'd love to see a, um, like, a Beverly Hills crossover where they go and stay in the Vanderpump Villa in France. That would be a treat. Well, they have to make up with her. Yeah. I think Carl should make up with Lisa now that she's getting divorced from Mauricio. Is that official? Have we heard that? Um, Do you know I don't know. I think it is. Yeah. But I also think Carl's broken up with her. Oh, broken up with her. Lesbian, lover. Yeah, her lover. Morgan. Yes. Mm. What do we know about that? Uh, they've been, Carl's removed every photo of Morgan from Instagram. So it's... People are asking questions. You know, you can't remove Kyle, your tattoo that Yuck. you've got matching with her. Trash. Oh, tragic. Would you ever get a tattoo? I was talking about this yesterday. Yeah. Because I've been watching um, some really great TV. Yeah. I was watching Jewish matchmaking last night. and What is Jewish matchmaking? It is. It's in the name. Yeah. The clothes in the name. <laughs> like Indian matchmaking. It's like Indian matchmaking, but not as good and with Jewish people. And they work instead of being like India and the US, it's the US and Israel, which is a hard watch at the moment because some of the things that people say were like, ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But these, this couple were on a date that they were matched for, really well matched because they were talking about how important it is to have significance behind your tattoos. Yeah. And then, like, explaining their tattoos, and I wasn't seeing the significance. But again, it's not me. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this butterfly really represents hope in a dark time. Yeah. They yeah. got this saying These lyrics really got me through. <laughs> Potato in Hebrew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so I just said in my household, like, 
I don't, because we know I'm such strong opinions, very, very gently held and easily forgotten. Yes. I'm not getting something that I believe in three weeks later to be like, ah, get off me. Yeah, the only thing you could probably get is a Sims plumbob because that is a lifestyle. I could get a Sims. Yeah. Yeah, energy yeah. bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a plumbob. Did you know? Why? No, I didn't. Yeah, so I don't think I could do it either, to be honest. When I was in that really strong emo phase, <laughs> I will say every single person that I was friends with, that I was dating, that I lived with, they all had a lot of tattoos. And like you never had mouth piercings and nose piercings and like eyelid, eyelid piercings. Oh yeah, I did have a nose piercing. Okay. Yep. Which I got at Sharky's tattoo on like a party vendor weekend in Byron. Great great because my boyfriend at the time he had both sides done and he had the big like fleshy earrings flesh like eating stretches, stretches. <laughs> and they stunk they fucking stunk every time it was like time for a shower he would have to time pull them out pull them out and then like, the smell of rotting flesh would like infiltrate the entire house man it was so nasty i can i can still smell it i R. can R. still him. smell it and, like, what does he do now? He works as, like, a primary school teacher with just saggy ear holes. Like, saggy, saggy ear holes. It's very Or is hard. he still stretched? Where is he? I'm unsure. Let's get I'm him on sure. the pod. <laughs> Flash from the past, we need to know. Now that we're getting married, we can start <laughs> safely bringing in everyone we've ever dated. Ghost of ex-boyfriend's past. Being like, so where are you now that I'm getting married? What ended <laughs> up happening with you? What an interesting segment to do. Um, look, I'll definitely reach out and pitch it. Yeah. We'll have our people contact Even if people. we just get a recording in and we can then deconstruct. Like, can you send judge, a voice note? Judge the voice note. If you're listening, can you send a voice note? <laughs> anyway, where was I going with this? Everyone had <laughs> tattoos. I was desperate for one when I was like 16, 17. I was like, I can't wait for the day I'm 18. I'm going to get on my hips. Swallow birds and diamonds <laughs> and guns and arrows. <laughs> it was the thing to get the like the big things on the hips, oh, yeah. and so like a lot of my friends did end up getting those kind of like exact designs. Did you identify as promiscuous? <laughs> Not really. No. Does that have anything to do with the tattoos? I like, think the hip tattoo is like a very slutty. Oh yeah, it was very like of that Suicide Girls era. Yeah, you know, like. That was who we grew up aspiring to be, like internet porn stars covered in tattoos. Yeah, the movie 13 really was my... Yeah, really relatable content. Role model. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like, thank God I didn't. Thank God. I think about this all we the time. We actually wouldn't have been able to cross the threshold from friends to best friends. I wouldn't the be first able time to we go to, a, to a pool and you've got... Yeah. Hip tabs. Or, or the bows on the backs of the legs. And I know bows are trendy now, but like bows, you haven't seen nothing. You think you're like cool because you got bows on your nails or you got to put a bow on your hair or on your Christmas tree. Bitch, did you get it tattooed on your leg? Do I you mean, even bow? <laughs> one of my friends has anklets tattooed, which is really bold. Oh, with like the like a rosary kind of vibe? I don't know if she went with the rosary. It's actually more just like a cuff. Yeah. <laughs> like those little plastic um, like chain link sort of necklaces that people wear, used to wear. <laughs> that I'm currently wearing. 
No, 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 no. Yes, like no, no, no. the black ones. The yeah. tight ones yes, that are like the, a rubber band. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. A stretchy neck choker. So I'm not getting a tattoo anytime soon. Like, I'm I like them on others. Them. I just am not committal. I'm and not everyone committal. knows this. No, no. And I also did flirt with the idea of getting a lyric. There's like a placebo See, song that I really like. That's the biggest commitment of my life. Yeah. What is my favorite song forever? Not sure. You'd have to get a Nicki Minaj. It's got to be Nicki Minaj, but yeah. And wish that I could have this moment for life, <laughs> <laughs> for and life, and then it just says for life three times. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. It's like steps down my back. <laughs> oh my god. And it's like really trendy to do the fine line ones too. Yeah. Like you would have to get some sort of Nicki adjacent portraiture with the lyrics in a fine line style. My ex-boyfriend got a fine line tattoo that was apparently a fine like a, line. A gesture. Oh. Yeah. With your name? No. <laughs> with um the coordinates for like where he asked me out. Oh. But it's also like the same coordinates like where he holidayed as a child. So I feel like he could quite easily. He can just repurpose that. <laughs> yeah. That will forever have meaning for him if that's not a, a symbol meaning. for the entire relationship like there's always got to be and a I feel backup like plan he'll get married there as well and then it'll be like <laughs> but yeah. he'll have to cover it until he gets married and then do and a like, grand look reveal what I got for you. six years ago i got this for you <laughs> oh god i hope whoever the lucky girl ends up being is really appreciative well yeah and also don't let my narcissism get in the way of a good time yeah. <laughs> Well, are you the Megan the Stallion in this? Wait, are you the Nikki in this scenario? Like, just thinking that those lyrics are about you. No, I, I would not. I would, I would question those lyrics. <laughs> Read those lyrics out to yeah. me. And do, who in the room? Whomst, to whomst <laughs> do these lyrics apply? <laughs> Is the reason for the lyrics in the room with us right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So okay. indecision. It's not often that we're indecisive. Yeah. We're very good. Look at us last week. I did think we were going to a wedding dress appointment. Turns out it was a soiree. Great. Our decision of where to go for dinner. Yeah. I at the like drop of a hat. We both quickly, like, both bring an equally great option. And then we discuss the pros and cons. Were they both equally great? Because well, yours was like, what was your original idea? To go to sushi. But it was like... <laughs> If we, if we were feeling more casual... Which we weren't. Which we weren't. And then if we were feeling more fancy... We would have gone to sushi. Yeah. It was just like we came in very far apart and very quickly got on the same page. Yeah. Decision made. Had a lovely night. Lovely, lovely time. If you're in Brisbane, the Agnes rooftop, you don't need a reservation. You just go. You sit up there. You feel like you're in Europe. It's beautiful. We're not like harping on about the food because we did have to send back we send back a dish which like i always feel a bit when i have to do that but i don't think you legally can eat raw eggplant it was inedible <laughs> and they did profusely apologize and like acknowledge that it was raw so thank god for that but they yeah anyway so i'm not harping on about their food but we made that decision so easily when it comes to like what are we going to wear to something Look, we might have a meltdown, but we know what we're buying. We know what we want to have in our wardrobe. We're very confident about our aesthetic. Yep. And feeling comfortable and confident with who we are as yep. very separate people. Yep. Furniture has me fucked up. I cannot. <laughs> I absolutely cannot. And that is why I still have my same IKEA 
mom bedside tables that I purchased like probably 14 years ago and that I've been wanting to replace very seriously for at least the last five years and then I have still not bought new bedside tables. But also <coughs> when I think, okay, these could do. Yeah. Will I find something better? Yes. There are a couple of things that are really hard. Sofa shopping, coffee mm-hmm. table shopping, mm-hmm. dining chair shopping. So, They're my hardest. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm currently shopping for a stool. I feel like a stool is a little bit easier. I know what my minimum requirements are. But I'm buying stools. They're on sale. I have to get them today before they the sale ends for $450. Do I love... For one stool? For one stool. And how many do you need? Three? Yes. Oh, man. That's a big investment. It's not even the biggest investment that I've been looking at. Yeah, right. And then you fall in love with something and you think... Ooh, I could probably make the aesthetic in this direction if I get this colored sofa. Then the sofa comes out 10,000, 20,000. What stores are we walking into? I think these are just like dingy, barely aircon stores. Like normal stores. <laughs> like I'm on Doggett Street. Why is a lamp three and a half thousand dollars? That's a lot of dollars for a lamp. And like, is it the, is it, is the lamp? Is it the lighting or is it the hat? I've lost control of my life. Um, Is it the only lamp you'll ever need? Is it the most beautiful lamp in the entire world? Right. Or is it just like a nice-ish lamp? And ever since you pointed out the importance of lighting, yes, I'm really lighting's got me in a bit of a chokehold. Oh, it's It's got got me in a thumb. I'm under the thumb of the lights. Because I'd love a floor lamp, but I also don't feel like brazen enough to commit to getting a floor lamp. This is a floor lamp with yeah. a hat. With a, with a chapeau. <laughs> with, with, with quite a festive, it's giving pretty woman the shape of the hat. Okay, slay. Yeah. <laughs> slay floor lamp. <laughs> but like what exists in between like your Ikeas and your freedoms of the world? Yeah. And your three thousand dollar chapeau hat lamps, and your Kmart trendy lavendi lamp. Well, that Kmart lamp's been popping off, and for a brief second, I was like, "That may solve my like floor lamp dilemmas." <laughs> and then I looked at it more closely, and it's <laughs> it's everything that's ever been popular. <laughs> everything that's ever been popular, and like specifically that was popular in twenty nineteen or earlier. It's got a marble base, a brass kind of arm thing, and then a fluted paper. Shade, which is arguably too small for the proportion of the rest of it. Yeah. And, yeah, it is just a mashup of all the bad trends. Yeah. Like, some of the K-Mon stuff, you can get a little decorative item. Love. Love the little arch, tiny bench that they're doing. Yeah. Some of it is great. Some of it is fine. But a lot of it is just kind of where trends go to die. And I'm not trying to have to buy a new lamp every year because that one's so outdated. I want something nice. But I also don't want to spend $3,500. So, like, where am I going? Honestly, I don't have (laughs) $3,500 allocated for lamps. (laughs) No. Or lighting the whole place, let alone just one corner of the place. No, in my budget, that is not there. And I really got attached to this $50,000 sofa. A $50,000 so far. I was really attached to it. Yep. Okay. Great. Um, I'm sure it was beautiful. Yeah. What made it $50,000 worth of sofa though? The designer. Yeah. Okay. He does like very cool artistic designs. I'm okay. actually going to fly to Melbourne to look at a dupe. So it's like, it's like the Fendi of 
couches. James Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He sounds Italian. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And he does, he does do a great so far. It was gorgeous. The fabric, like you've never seen fabrics like these before. Anyway, so I'm Googling like Mr. Man dupe. <laughs> Can I get a dupe? <laughs> so far dupe. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to go to Melbourne like next week. Yeah. And inquire about the dupe. The dupe. I just feel like my space is eternally unfinished because I'm so non-committal. Like, yes. I've been trying to buy a rug for a few years. Dude. I've been trying to buy a lamp. I need these bedside tables and I've got like the base items, but then I also don't have any personality in this space. It's the decorative odd blobs that like you don't want clutter, but you need. You need. And when you watch, did you ever watch, what was that interior design show in the States? No. Changing rooms? No. And it's like four designers, Martin Bollard. Oh, no. It's so good. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Like the block? What was the show? (laughs) Um, million dollar decorators the amount of bits and bobs that these people are buying and hauling into people's homes and you think like oh i've got this cute little hallway table it's now got 45 things on it and that's why your house looks finished layered and warm and and the walls are covered every wall has something on it yeah we need more things which is counterintuitive two mirrors that, that, that feels like progress. Everywhere I look, yep. I see myself. It, need, it needs something, you know. I need a bit of personality in here. It's a lot and I like color. But like I'm, I can't do this. Yeah. I like textures and colors, but I'm not thinking to do this. Look, she's showing me a photo which got like stripy. There's a lot going on. And like a, a design tile. I'm not getting a blue so far. But different textures, I think we're so, oh, I'll do all linens or all this. It's like, no, bring in velvet cushions, bring in, you know. Well, maybe it's a bit like, I don't know, the rule of if you're someone who wears a lot of monochrome and I wear a lot of blacks and whites and creams, if your outfit's not interesting by color, it has to be interesting by shape. And if it's not interesting by shape, it has to be interesting by texture. And if it's not interesting by texture, then it's a boring outfit. Yeah. So maybe I need to just like try and apply that to my house and also I think like whilst I probably cannot necessarily afford to refresh my aesthetic interiorly as often as I can refresh my aesthetic in outfits yeah just commit have fun lean into a theme commit to the theme it may be the wrong theme but if we get it done at least it'll be finish it'll be a theme yeah it'll feel like as opposed to just a sofa in an apartment a cream sofa in a white apartment i mean buying the boucle armchair was it was a big move your apartment looks better than mine well it's just white it's i find it quite calming just an all white room padded walls (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh... yeah i don't know i just want someone to help I want someone to help me. I need to maybe consult. You're currently helping me. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, what else is happening? I've had this like saga around my face. Oh, gosh. I feel like we should probably talk about that for a minute. So Also, like, follow, subscribe on TikTok for updates. Yeah, I've been posting my little, my little post laser Obsessed. updates on there. Um, I should probably do one today, actually. That's yeah. That's a good point. For now, sure. We're a week post. So I have grown up in Queensland 
out in the sun my entire life, very, very English heritage. Guess what? I have very bad melasma. And so I went to get treatment for this like a couple of years ago and got five rounds of BBL, which is broadband light, not Brazilian butt lift. Or building brilliant leaders as uh, my great organization yeah, calls our training program. Quite specific, like I'm not lifting my butt or building a brilliant leader. <laughs> I'm broadband lighting my face, which is like a more modern technology of an IPL, if you've heard of IPL, for pigmentation. Mm-hmm. So I was recommended that by like a dermatologist. I was recommended by a skin clinic. I thought I'm just going to go with the skin clinic. It's a bit cheaper. Great. Did five rounds of it. And I haven't... Spending. I've spent a lot of money. I spent thousands of dollars on this, right? <laughs> yeah. So... I haven't really noticed an improvement and I would say like probably in the last 12 months, arguably it looks worse. Mm. So I went to a dermatologist and had a second opinion. I thought actually like a fourth opinion. Mm. Finally, I find out that melasma is made worse by broadband light or IPL and that's why it is looking worse. So I've spent thousands of dollars to worsen the condition that I've got. Yeah. Um, other things that make melasma worse, and like if you don't know, melasma is kind of the pigmentation that is cloudy brown spots. So it might look a bit like an age spot. Mm. Like, you know, you see someone who's 80, they've got those brown, like murky patches. That's what I have on my face. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and the irony is it's so mild that your pursuit of perfection has taken from your perfection yes i know my pursuit of perfection has made things worse this is like when you overdo it with the filler right yeah indeed indeed so anyway now we're on a a, a path to just try and get back to at least where we were and like if we can see some mild improvement great so other things that make melasma worse are anything that generates heat in the skin led face masks led face masks which guess who gets an led facial every single month um also at trying to (laughs) improve the melasma me um guess who wears chemical sunscreen which generates heat in the skin me so what about saunas that's fine uh saunas can also have an impact um yeah i don't have to ditch saunas completely but i probably won't do them as regularly like i probably won't purchase a sauna for my home which i had flirted with the idea of doing always same (laughs) um (laughs) So, yeah, basically, like, everything that I've been thinking that I've been doing to improve the condition has been making it worse. So, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm low-key very devastated about it. Um, and here sucks. we are. We're investing some more money into... Yeah, trying something else. Guess what? We're doing another laser at another place. Um, but this is a very legitimate skin clinic, dermatologist doctor like it's not just sort of any old place and they seem to really know their shit with melasma and I've seen a lot of their results we had a really like open and honest conversation they explained to me on a scientific level like why the melasma is worsened by all the things I have been doing so I have have to have faith that this is going to turn out for the best or you'll potentially end it all yeah look it could be just getting worse and worse can I share something festive with you? Yeah. As someone that has everything but melasma. Yes. <laughs> also don't have rosacea. I got everything else. Um, I had a mecha facial. Ooh. Mm-hmm. How was that? 
it was actually surprisingly better than I thought it would be. Because this is the the freebie one, right? Like you pay and then you can redeem products. Yeah. yeah. So I've hacked the system of hacking the system. Mm-hmm. I got a gift voucher for Mecca for Christmas. Yeah. I needed some products. I thought going to book a redeemable service on a gift voucher and get my products and have like three gifts from this person that got me a gift card. Thank you to my dad. <laughs> Work. That's so um, good. So I've gone to Garden City. It's a 30-minute drive. Yeah. I wouldn't know where Garden City is. It yeah. seems far. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 It's like, well, the when you exit, it's like Logan Road. And I'm like, how far out of Brisbane am I? Yeah. <laughs> Not in Kansas anymore. So I've gone to Garden City. I also was having another sim day where like, of course, you park your car, you come out the escalator and Mecca is right there. Having. Because why would, why would a sim park away from where they yeah. needed to go? <laughs> and then like downstairs was Kmart and I was like perfect it's like they built this mall for exactly for my and they built side for what I needed yeah. <laughs> anyway oh. so it's the most gorgeous Mecca it's like Cosmetica and Maxima it's just a Mecca yeah store it's the Mecca of Meccas it's the the complete Mecca yeah um and there's like <gasps> a semi-private section for the facial mm-hmm. and you go in like a dentist chair so you're not sitting in the makeup chairs it's in its own special section at the back yeah like half cordoned off mm-hmm. so only when people are like on either side of the little cordoned off section can they see you yeah. there's a wall blocking like your front on laid down also because they put like eye masks over your eyes and yeah they make it an experience and it yeah. but it could be a lot to be like i'm eyes closed people could be standing watching me like you just want to create a bit of safety she gave me a little consult we talked about like things that I currently use like my actives which I don't really use any I'm just only incorporating vitamin c into my life again high risk high risk high reward skinceuticals take all of my money I threw the last one out (laughs) want another one no hate myself get some of that ham smell the ham that's another reason why it's so hard they're so hammy she used the new face. Oh, shit. Yeah, I had some microcurrent. She did facial massage with a. We've been wanting to try that. Yeah, <clears throat> lubed me all the way up. Yeah. She gave me the Dr. Dennis face mask, like LED mask. Nice. A little three minutes. Yeah. So there was all of these things. I'm like, this is quite good. She used the Eve Lum mask. She was using Cos27. Like, every product that she used was not things I was going to buy. Like, this is a $280 face cream. I'm like, love you. Yeah. Would you like a sample? Absolutely. Yes. Perfect. Anyway, so for $120 of products, I had, like, quite a nice time. And now I've got to go, because I'm getting, I've got gift cards from Christmas leftover. Yeah. I need to go get a consult for an appointment at Kylo because their menu is extensive. I've got money to burn. Nice. But I'm not necessarily a facial person. But I do think a mecha facial, when you do have to spend over $120, good. Yeah, a nice treat. And probably easier to get in than getting a makeup appointment. Because I have had sitting in my Beauty Loop account for probably 18 months a free makeup application. And I'm never able to book in to get it when I need my makeup done. You need to be going to Garden City. Yeah, yeah. Which is 
Because it's the only one that's got the full reclining chair in like a private space. Okay, so we should book our next time we need Mecca. We should book and go together and get facials. Back to back, yeah. Slay. Yeah. Um, the Asia Pacific Loyalty Awards just happened, which is like very niche content, I know, but it is relevant to my work, so I know about it. Um, Mecca pretty much took out every category. Like their loyalty program just can't be beat. It cannot be beat. No, and I was looking to buy some Orbe shampoo because I'm running on my R and Co. And um, yeah, I need to buy. I need to buy a birthday gift um for someone so i'm thinking i would might do that and then if i get my shampoo on there i'm pretty close so it works i'm <laughs> i'm sold i'm like i'll pay the extra 15 percent to potentially get to level four because it looks lit wow i know what is with these loyalty reward programs because i went to sir yesterday and got some holiday outfits and they're like, would you like to join our loyalty program? I'm like, well, what am I getting? A free dress on my birthday or yeah. what's your chat? What is your chat? Like, I don't want like a 10% off voucher. I want yeah. something more substantial. Uh, spend $400 and get $15 off. No. No. Ew. <laughs> don't encourage me. No. Yeah. Well, I got a St. Agni voucher because I bought a skirt last week and it tipped me over to my next loyalty bonus and it was like a $75 voucher. Which I feel like is... That's quite good. It's quite substantial. I've probably spent $1,000 to get it. But they've... I do think, like, the rewards of it all... It used to be everyone shopped on the Iconic. And then you would get an Iconic voucher and you'd be like, of course I'll use this because, of course, the next thing I buy is going to be from the Iconic anyway. Yeah. I think now people aren't shopping there as much. Their buyers aren't doing a great job. But brands are doing a much better job at cultivating like their community like you will be a saint agni customer that will spend more that 75 dollars yeah. will come in handy time and time again i'm already thinking about my next purchase like here i'll we go. be back here we go i'll be back what did you get it sir <clears throat> i got i'm going to a white themed it's terrible oh, it's great no. no it's gorgeous it's just lisa oldfield from real housewives of sydney makes a very valid point of when privileged white people get together in all white to form a cult. Yeah. Um, and just... Ooh. It's giving a certain energy that's probably not appropriate. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to a party um, this weekend. So I needed a little white dress. Didn't need. Could have worn one I already had. Could but have, like, yeah. in the spirit of being festive, let's yeah. go have a look what's out there. So I got a white mini. Everyone will recognize it. You know where it's from. Um, and then we were trying on a couple of other shapes. I mean, you were there. We tried on a black maxi linen that's a little bit booby. Yeah, it's got like a structured cup, which is quite nice. To see if that's something that we would want in white, because it comes in white. Ended up loving it in black, so I had to get it. And then spotted a little light blue number. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably the light blue number was like the best. Yeah. But can't be worn to the white party so just also had to get yeah really really got your vacation outfit sorted like your vacation it's four days i'm like three days sponsored by sponsored. sir sponsored by sir the label oh every time i go on vacation i just feel like a new wardrobe need a new wardrobe like i'm going um i'm going to bali in a few weeks so exciting hopping on the bali bus you can take my black maxi slay i'm gonna work out what i'm gonna wear and i always just feel like it's I'm a different person when I'm going on vacation. Like, 
who is she buying all these floaty dresses? Like, you're not going to wear them. You're going to wear your pool cover-ups. You're going to wear your bikini and probably, like, you know, a few linen shorts. Like, calm down. When I tell you the looks that I'm, like, thinking up in my mind for my very short, very cold Europe hopover. Yeah. I'm like, I might get a cashmere sweater and tie it around my neck. (laughs) (laughs) Not what? What? Wait, what? what? Yeah, it's always this like period of insanity when you're I might become Scandinavian wardrobe. and wear a Birkenstock clog. Yeah, this with is with a sock. Sli- yeah, I was questioning that. I am um, gonna do that for sure. Okay, good for you. Um, <laughs> and so there's something that we should probably talk more about, like with more time, is around holiday wardrobes for hot and cold and what you actually need. Oh. I'm not sure that we have the answer for you today. No, but we will. But we will work it out because I'm trying to be just like buying a few things that I need. For the holiday and not going insane well my philosophy which will be the sneak peek into the episode is it's so much more fun to shop on holiday yeah when you're there than to just take everything have a full heavy suitcase and have nothing to do when you're on holiday why buy a 300 camilla monks wrong when you can buy one on holiday and be like this is you can never get this mm-hmm. la, 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 la. from a little market on the roadside oh. stool like i don't know so a homeless guy in rome gave this to me <laughs> okay well oh, stay tuned God. yeah stay tuned um very quick reading, watching hot rags. I mean, St. Agnes silk skirt, so cute. So linen dresses, so cute. They're doing great things. Holiday wardrobe, sorted. Cotton as well. Yeah, nice. No, you need the fabrication when you're going somewhere warm. Can't be going on a tropical holiday in polyester. Slinky jersey, no. It's not going to work. Not going to work. Um, I read a couple of books this week. I read um, two by Patricia Wolf. They're a series, Outback and Paradise. Outback mm. is the first one. If you're a fan of a Jane Harper mm, kind of, yeah, the dry-esque set in way out west whoop, Queensland, whoop. there's like a, it's the story of the cop who's investigating the crime, you know? like and he's got like family troubles and a drop of alcoholism. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. That is, then this is the book for you. <laughs> and when I finished it, I was so delighted to realize that there was a second book, so I quickly bought it the next day and have devoured that as well so outback and paradise by patricia wolf i've consumed in very few sittings all of indian matchmaking and jewish matchmaking yeah hot can recommend netflix (laughs) off you go all right that's probably us for today love you bye see you My bra left it in my boyfriend's car. Why did I let it go? Why did you leave it there? Why did I leave it there? Because I needed to catch some air. <laughs> I don't know when you were getting... please be more behaved. <laughs> oh, my uh, I still have to see that musical movie. Yeah, I'll see it again if you've got no one else to see it with. <laughs> if you have literally not another friend. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm happy to I don't go. want any other friends. I'm perfect. I would only like to go do things with you. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> um, 
She is worth seeing. And if we can get, um, I'll go to the outdoor cinema. Drive-in? No, there's a pop-in <laughs> in it at the Parklands or something. Oh, mosquitoes. Bit hot. I did have a bit of a trouble with mosquitoes on the weekend. Yeah. You don't want to catch I had to them. leave a party off that basis. Well, a mosquito nearly got me in your pool. <laughs> and then I was like, what is this, the jungles of Malaysia when I got dengue fever last time? Like the pools of Hamilton? Fuck. I know. Oh. Oh. Oh.